and welcome to the Lost World Minute, the Minute by Minute podcast reviewing the 1997 sequel to Jurassic Park, one minute at a time. I'm Brad. I'm Dave. And today we're talking about Minute 30 of the Lost World. Half an hour in, Dave. Yes, we are. We're about almost a quarter of the way done. Oh, don't, don't say it like that. That makes it sad. <laughs> 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 Mommy! Daddy! You've got to come see this! I found something! We've, uh... We've got a little bit of news to get to before we get into Minute 30. Um, some interesting things. Uh, Bayona has tweeted a return of Explorer 04. Um, he po- tweeted out a photo, or it's sort of like a CG render of the uh, rusted-up Explorer. Just the um, mm-hmm. just the actual like the circular Jurassic Park logo without the font in it. And the... Uh, mm. Uh, the K from uh, the R and the K from the uh, sticker on the side where the doors were. I actually, I don't know. It might actually be um, sort of cropped and taken from that uh, artwork with the raptor pounced on the back of it. I'm not it's sure. Possible, yeah. Because it's sort of it's got that little bit of a blur, like it's been blown up. Um, mm-hmm. It's a little bit pixelated. It's not really clear. It's definitely not a, like a real image. It's definitely like a someone's drawn it or. Uh, made it on the computer and sort of enlarged it a little bit, so... My God, they are well organized. Those are some Major League toys. Now, we won't go into spoilers, but if you are after uh, spoilers, there are um, Real News Hawaii is sort of posting a lot of that stuff up now, what's going on, filming's still going on in Hawaii. Uh, a lot of the stuff now is getting done with the... Uh, at the wharf or the dock. Um, there's been... Trucks have been seen driving around there. Um, mm-hmm. One person's had a drone up, which I'm surprised that didn't get sort of shot down, because <laughs> they <laughs> they really got that thing in while uh, filming's happening, which is interesting. Well, supposedly filming's happening. The, some of the trucks arrive on the scene, so whether that's filming or they're just getting stuff ready. But all that stuff's over there. If you want want the spoilers, all the stuff coming out of uh, Hawaii. Um, Chris, mm-hmm. Chris Pratt's also been seen getting around the island doing some uh, good good things as well photo bombed a picture someone on the tour ranch tour was taken last week mm-hmm. um, which was fun it'd, it'd be great if he just and it was on a sad day too it wasn't even a filming day but he was just sort of on set or walking around the set and sort of doing that doing that sort of stuff he does I think I commented with real news it'd be, it'd be great if he was sort of just walking around in his Jurassic World outfit um, yeah because he, I'm pretty sure it was him, he, um, when the first Guardians film wrapped, he actually took the Star-Lord costume and was doing hospital tours with it. Um, yeah, it was. Against, uh, Universal, uh, against Marvel's liking or Disney's liking, but, um, more so for stealing the, stealing the costume, but, uh. Yeah, he's a nice guy doing that, you know? Yeah. I don't mind. Yep. I like he's wearing it to the coffee shop or taking it home, you know? <laughs> that's a good thing. Yep. So yeah, he's uh he's getting around, getting around Hawaii. Um, it'd be good. It'd be a great time to be on the island during filming, just to see all sort of this stuff behind the scenes. See him yeah. walk around doing all this, but uh, alas, airfares are expensive. <laughs> <laughs> First to Hawaii. Yeah. Yep. That, that doesn't even include staying. I'd be a bum while's there. I'd be sleeping in the streets. <laughs> Yeah, get a get a get a towel and just lay on the sand. <laughs> I could I could do that.
Hang on, this is going to be bad. And I suppose last last thing to just bring up too, we do have Comic-Con coming up in the next week or so. Actually, I think it's this weekend. But um, there's been some hints that uh, there's going to be some footage played there. Now, I don't see it as a trailer. Most of the time, especially Marvel and DC and all the big films, when they come out, so they hit hit the uh, Hall H that year before a certain movie's about to come out. Um, they normally show a bit of footage that's been, t- been taken from the set. Normally not really effects-heavy, because that stuff's nowhere near completed. Um, yeah. There's sometimes, I think, I think it was with Guardians as well, when they had footage there, it was sort of a lot of just the car sort of... It was almost like a um, goof reel. Or... Um, just like the car sort of mucking around on set sort of talking about what they're about to do and mm-hmm. stuff like that so it'll be interesting to see what that footage is it'll be interesting to see if it's sort of officially released outside of just uh, people with their smartphones taking video of it yeah knowing Comic-Con that uh, they really typically don't release those early tre- uh, teaser trailers because the effects aren't finished the cinematography's not finished, the film itself might not even be finished. Well, they're still filming. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. So, I don't expect a trailer, but I do expect a, um, I do expect a, some kind of, like, teaser, like, maybe just the logo, not even a logo reveal, but maybe just, like, um, what they did with the Lost World was they had, they built a fake leg and just squashed it down in the mud and then had a CGI T-Rex. Yep. Yep. And that was that was pretty much the teaser. And they had some noises in the background, and then they said memorial. Then they said the release date. Mm. That's what I kind of expect for this. Was nothing nothing really from the film, but we get to see uh, like a teaser for it, you know? Yeah, yeah. And it's it's mainly it's well it's most likely going to be something that was uh, shot in um, London or the UK because that sort of stuff's done. Um, mm-hmm. It might it might even be something simple like a um, a night shot just walking through the uh, abandoned uh, main street or something. Yeah, with, true. Uh, with a little bit of a voiceover, we're not going to get any any sort of official trailer or teaser until November December again. Yeah. I don't I don't see anything official with effects coming out this early. Um, it's just it's just well, sort of sad that they they sort of come out and say well we're going to have a trailer or have a teaser at Comic-Con, where they know full right, it's only going to be footage. Uh, yeah. And sort of just getting people hyped up. Mm-hmm. If they do do that, it would probably be like Star Wars, the original, like, 1970s uh, Star Wars teaser trailer, we were, where the effects weren't even finished. They kind of just had a bunch of lines and voiceovers. I don't even think yeah. that the music wasn't written yet, the effects weren't done. It was pretty much just a couple of shots of the actors acting, you know? Yeah. Yep, and now we haven't we haven't seen anything from the set in the UK, but um, well, we know Main Street was getting built over there. There was nothing coming out of it to say that was on fire. So unless they CG fire it, it would have been good just to see Main Street on fire or something, or a building mm-hmm. building burning. Just also like sort of to just sort of show no the parks the parks done. Because there's still there's still people out there that sort of are going oh I wonder if the park's going to come back or. I can't wait to see the park back in action. No, <laughs> that's not happening. Nope. Um, so, yeah, Comic-Con, that stuff will come out of there. All the new sites will have it. We'll share up 
some stuff if we uh, if and when we see it. Um, and we might uh, might have a discussion on it on the next minute. Oh, yeah, so yeah. newsworthy enough. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, if that's all the uh, news you want to talk about, Dave, we can get into minute 30. All right. All right, let's do it. As we end the 29th minute, Kelly and Sarah start ganging up on Malcolm when he's trying to tell Kelly she shouldn't be here. As we start the 30th minute of Lost World, Ian yells over to Eddie. Eddie, why the hell does this thing never work? Eddie replies, you're not on a landline. You're not on a phone booth. you got to wait for a decent signal. At 29 minutes and 10 seconds, Ian puts the phone's receiver back in its slot, giving it a few taps, annoyed with the technology. At 29 minutes and 12 seconds, we cut back to Eddie sitting in the back of the M-Class. Violence and technology, not good bedfellows. At 29 minutes and 20 seconds, Ian pulls Kelly off the front of the car and begins to walk over to the group. Sarah starts telling the guys about the type of documentation Hammond wanted, to be as close to the animals as possible in the field. As Ian approaches, he says, yeah, why don't you smear yourself in a little sheep's blood while you're at it. At 29 minutes and 24 seconds, Ian asks Eddie if there's any reason the radios in the trailer might work. Eddie replies, if you feel that qualified and all, you might just try flicking the switch to on. At 29 minutes and 36 seconds, Ian bottom lines it for him. He's getting his daughter out of here. And if anyone else wants to come, this is the last chance to get out. But he's completely ignored. Sarah starts going on again about being out in the field. Nick continues getting his camera equipment packed away. Malcolm asks Nick if he has a letter to give to his wife or loved one. He'd be happy to deliver it. He walks around the other side of the car and says to Eddie, any personal effects of any kind? And points to the trailer and says, I'll be in there. At 29 minutes and 58 seconds, as Malcolm leads Kelly towards the RV, we hear Sarah saying that their presence has to be 100% antiseptic. And if we so much as bend a blade of grass... And this ends the 30th minute of The Lost World. <laughs> I love here Ian's once again getting frustrated with the uh, Eddie's tech. Can't get, mm-hmm. a, can't get a signal, can't dial the number. Either way, he's uh, getting annoyed, tapping the phone... Um, asking Eddie why the hell this thing never works um, <laughs> Eddie replies it's not a landline you're not on a phone booth you have to wait for a decent signal which uh, yep satellite phones back in the early days you couldn't just dial uh-huh. up um, oh, and, that's the of itself shows our age what's a phone booth <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah very good point yeah, there's still one on the corner of the street here it's um, like they've been planned to take it away for a while but it's still there. <laughs> but, um, we have we they took uh, 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 down the corner by uh, me. They they took away the booth, but they still have the phone there. So yeah. there's kind of a heavily vandalized phone sitting in the middle of a field. <laughs> <laughs> there used to be a gallery. There used to be a uh, gas station there. Okay. Yep. That's not there anymore. Well, I told a gas station down, left the phone sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> <sighs> convenient <laughs> uh, and well, one of the other big things too with satellite phones back in the day was the delay um, it was almost sort of similar to what we get with uh, sort of Earth trying to communicate with astronauts in space like just a delay in communication um, yeah. having having you sort of asking a question or saying hello to someone having that signal go up to the satellite and back down to their phone 
Um, mm-hmm. I remember we had a friend working in the mines over here, and once a week he'd give us a call on the satellite phone. And it was sort of you really had to wait, like give it a, give it a few seconds before you spoke, just in case he was coming in. Like the first couple of times, you're talking over each other, saying hello, hello. <laughs> yeah. It was just really confusing. I remember that. Yeah. I remember that. But um. Yeah, Ian, Ian puts the, the handpiece for the phone back in its uh, receiver and gives it a couple of good taps. <laughs> and uh, we get the line from Eddie, violence and technology, not good bedfellows. Mm-hmm. Which, um, Ed, My uh, dad likes this line. Yeah. He always uses it. Ian sort of gives Eddie a bit of a look and pulls um pulls a bit of paper out of his pocket, which uh, we have the uh, frequency of the boat on, we'll find later. Again, just written down on a bit of paper in Ian's pocket. Um, after they were running through the stream and everything <laughs> in the previous scene. Um, surprise, the, surprise the writing's still on it. We start to get Sarah, um, the type of documentation Hammond wanted was going and get as close to the animals as possible. Um, mm-hmm. Ian, Ian counters with, why don't you smear yourself in a little sheep's blood? Um, <laughs> and uh, Ian asks Eddie, is there any reason why the radio and trailers won't work? <laughs> um and Eddie, Eddie sort of just digging in more. If you feel that qualified, you might just try flicking the switch to on. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's that kind of dry, sarcastic humor that I always loved about this movie, you know? Yeah, yep. Is that in his It's just straight up snark. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then we sort of get, um, we get Malcolm. I'm taking my daughter out of here. Anyone who wants to come, last chance to get out. And we mm-hmm. sort of we get we get a little Spielberg trick here where we have two conversations going at the same time. Um, we had the same thing in Jurassic Park at the uh, when the raptors are getting fed um, with Hammond and Ellie sort of going on about the viewing area under the raptor mm-hmm. pen and um, Grant asking Muldoon about the raptors here. We got uh, um, we got Sarah sort of trying to talk over Malcolm. Um, so you're out in the field, nothing to do. 100% of our findings need uh, can't be contaminated. Uh, one drop of blood in the water, you're dead. No odours of any kind, no skin tonic, no cologne, all plastic bags. Um, all food needs to be in plastic bags, and your presence needs to be 100% antiseptic. And we've sort of got Malcolm going to Nick. I'll be happy to deliver a letter to your wife or a loved one, and then he walks around to Eddie. Uh, if you've got any personal effects of any kind, it's the least I can do. I'll be in there and points to the trailer. <laughs> And sort of even as, as he's walking towards the trailer with Kelly in tow, um, Sarah's sort of walking behind, yelling back to the guys, but sort of, it's just weird. Like, she's trying to rub it in as well. That um, mm-hmm. She's not scared. She knows what she's doing. And sort of as they walk in the trailer, she's yelling at them. Um, if we so much as bend a blade of grass, and sort of cut off by Malcolm closing the door behind him as they go into the trailer. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, just it's, it's I, and I, I really had to rewatch that a couple of times just to get what both both groups were saying because uh, yeah. both Sarah Sarah and Malcolm sort of have a couple of lines that trail off and you can't really understand what they're saying. Well, they have a good long spiel in the scripts, and so those are always nice to you uh, listen to. Yep. And I mean, not listen to read. I'm sorry. <laughs> and so uh, those are always nice to read because you can get that uh, long, longer what they're actually saying. And I don't actually think uh, Nick or Eddie are actually saying anything back to her. I think they're just listening. 
Yeah. Yep. Yeah, even when uh, even when Malcolm sort of says to Nick, if you've got a letter for your love wife or loved one, he sort of just looks at him listening, but sort of doesn't really react much to it. He's sort of still there working on his cameras, getting stuff ready. But um, that's it. That's our half hour point. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else you want to add to the minute before we get out of here? Yeah, I think we're good. Alrighty, oh. Alright, guys. Let's get the hell out of here. Contact details are on the website, thelostworldminute.com. Email feedback to thelostworldminutes at gmail.com, Facebook, The Lost World Minutes, Twitter at The Lost World Minutes, and Instagram, The Lost World Minutes. Easy to remember. Yeah, yeah, very easy to remember. Right. <laughs> uh, David, thank you for joining me for this recording. You're welcome. And uh, we'll be back. I've been Brad. I'm Dave. And uh, we'll talk to you all later. Goodbye. Talk to you later. Bye. It is absolutely imperative that we work with the Costa Rican Department of Biological Preserves to establish a set of rules for the preservation and isolation of that island. These creatures require our absence to survive, not our help. And if we could only step aside and trust in nature, life will find a way.